Good evening, everyone. Thanks for tuning in to today's seventh episode of Female CEO Mindset. I am your host, owner of Female CEO Mindset, Alicia Santana. Today, we have a great episode lined up for our lovely audiences. Today, we are joined by Mona Candola, owner of the Self-Loving Woman and a fellow RVP through Pound for Success. And we're going to be discussing self-compassion, self-awareness, and knowing your self-worth. Thanks for joining us, Mona. How's it going today? I'm great. How are you? Oh, I'm good. I mean, it's a little hot for me. So <laughs> other than that, it's a good day. Great. <laughs> so at the beginning of every episode, I always love to have my guests kind of talk about their journey to where they are right now and how you came across this path. So tell me a little bit about you and how you came across the path of owning the self-loving women. So growing up, I didn't really have the best childhood. Um, my mom and dad, they were both alcoholics. Oh, no. And I got placed into the foster care system at the age of 11. And then I lost my mom um, at the age of 15. I'm so those so are very tough. Yeah, thank you. Um, those are very tough experiences for me, obviously, as a kid growing up. And a lot of those experiences shaped my beliefs around myself and my world and I just felt very unlovable not good enough not worthy enough um, I allowed myself to constantly get disrespected by others and I just felt like a victim of life like like I had no power whatsoever like everything always happened to me like I always felt like that um, and it wasn't until about 2017 when I had my very first awakening experience, I would say. I traveled to Peru and um, I really got out of my comfort zone on that trip. It was my very first solo trip. And with that, I was able to experience a whole new life and just so many different experiences within that trip. Um, my confidence skyrocketed and it was the first time I ever felt like I could be and do anything. Um, and then when I came home, I got very into the law of attraction and I got very into my personal development and self-love journey for myself. Got very into reading and I started working with the shaman and oh, wow. finally started going to therapy and doing meditations. Um, yeah, I just had a very accelerated growth journey for myself. Um, That's amazing. Yeah, and now everything that I've learned, everything that I've experienced, I want to be able to empower and coach women who, like myself, have struggles with loving themselves and have low self-worth and low self-esteem. And I want to be able to empower them and change their mindset and let them know, like, help themselves believe that it's that they do have the power and they can change their mindset and their own world. That's amazing. And what an experience to be able to relate to others when it comes to coaching people. Right. So that's amazing. That sounds like quite the journey and definitely accelerated, but look at where you are now. Right. So that's huge. So I know that you wanted to talk today with our audience about um, practicing self-compassion and self-awareness. So can you explain to us exactly what um, self-compassion and self-awareness is? Yeah. 
So uh, the practice of self-compassion and self-awareness to me, they're very essential to the self-love journey. So self-awareness, it's compromised of just being aware of your own thoughts, being aware of your emotions, the way you speak, um, your actions as well. And self-compassion with that involves basically just being kind to yourself and being able to comfort yourself when you're having a difficult time in life. Um, or when you've become aware of your negative qualities, instead of beating yourself up, treat yourself the same way you would treat a best friend or a loved one. You know, we are our own worst critics. And 100%. yeah, we're very hard on ourselves. And just being able to treat yourself with that loving compassion will go a long way. Oh, 100%. And I was just saying this the other day about sometimes that voice in our head can be so nasty and so mean and the things that we say to ourselves, like we would never say that to a friend or a family member, right? So really kind of taking into consideration what those really negative judgmental thoughts come up about yourself or what you're doing to kind of just get behind it and not let it affect you, which is amazing. So what are some tips that you can give others to start practicing being more aware of their thoughts and their feelings and being more compassionate towards themselves. So some self-awareness tips would be, I always say start off with becoming aware of your emotions every day, like um, day to day, like just check in with yourself. I would say like every hour, just try this practice. Um, with how you're feeling because the, our emotions are governed by the quality of our thoughts. So if you're feeling really crappy and you don't know why, then it will bring awareness to what you're thinking. Um, once you become aware of the emotions, um, you can start questioning the thoughts, what like the thoughts and beliefs that you are cultivating in your mind and whether these are bringing positive or negative experiences to you. Mm -hmm. So like you said, you're really interested in the law of attraction. So it's definitely one of those things like like attracts likes your emotions and your feelings are a vibration. You know what I mean? We don't ever say like, I'm consciously aware that I'm vibrating at a really bad vibe right now. And I just want you to leave me alone, right? We say like, oh, I'm really sad. I'm really angry. So I think that's huge when you start to realize how much your thoughts can really play into every aspect of your life. So if we're yeah. looking at a standpoint of maybe someone thinks they don't need to practice being mindful, aware, compassionate, and they think they might already be doing that, what are some signs that individuals may experience in their life that would show them that they need to practice more self-compassion and awareness? So that person, like I used to be that person. You know, that <laughs> Me <thing>. too. <laughs> there's, somebody, yeah. there's somebody who is a victim of life. Um, they feel like they have no power or control. Um, they base all of their decisions on their perceived limitations and limiting beliefs. 100%. So, right? They believe they have, will have these limiting beliefs of themselves. Me, for example, I thought I was just unlovable, like not good enough, not smart enough. And I just based all of my decisions off of that. Like I limited myself in life. Um, if you're also unaware of your thoughts, you're not going to be able to differentiate your thoughts from what's true, what are actual facts, and what's a construct of fears and limiting beliefs. Um, like these individuals will, will believe that their thoughts are actually 
facts and that will lead them to having a low self-esteem and low sense of self-worth. These individuals also operate from a place of emo emotional turmoil. They tend to let their emotions lead their lives, mm -hmm. which can be a huge roller coaster instead of being able to step back and like I say, like fact check the biggest thing. <laughs> right? Like, is this, are these thoughts irrational or is this, is there actual evidence behind what I'm thinking in my head? Um, and with that, these, this person will tend to engage in self-sabotaging behaviors as well. Just, you know. Yeah. It's like a vicious circle, right? And sometimes people get so caught up in that vicious cycle that they don't even realize that they're inside it. Right. So I know that's probably one thing that you love being able to do is help women realize during that cycle and like help them dig their way out of it. Because sometimes we just need for some people, it's like a, a, a traumatic event, you know what I mean? Like a big event in their life to make them realize that sometimes it's somebody else, right? Like you could be that for so many other women, just being able to relate, like you've been there, you've had really traumatic experiences, you've undergone some really bad times, and yet you've used that as a reason to come out stronger. Yeah. That's awesome. So another thing that you teach women then is about self-love and knowing your worth. How can one come to know and honor their self-worth? So understanding your self-worth, also known as your intrinsic value, it's not just, it all ties into self-awareness and self-compassion. Um, your self-worth isn't determined by your past experiences and it's not determined by another person. With that, you need to realize that self-worth is determined by you and only you. Once you become aware of that, then you'll be able to empower yourself um, to really understand your worth and honor yourself. One practice that really helped me on my journey was looking at a baby picture of myself and just questioning, like, I, like I said, I used to beat myself up so much, like I thought I was very unworthy. So I would look at this baby picture and just think like, is this baby unworthy? Is this baby unlovable? Not good enough. Like, did she deserve everything that happened in her life? And did everything happen because she was unlovable? And then like, just looking at that, I was just like, no, like, that's just a baby. It's an innocent child. That was me. Like, I didn't deserve any of that. And that didn't those experiences didn't happen because of me. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't my fault that that happened. You know, everybody is human. Everybody has their issues in life. And unfortunately, they will end up hurting people in the process of figuring themselves out. Or maybe mm -hmm. they won't figure themselves out. Either way, you can't judge their actions um, and internalize that. You have to realize that it do it's not affecting your worth. Your worth is internal, it's an intrinsic value, and you're the only one that can determine that. Exactly, 100%. And I was just listening to a podcast yesterday, which kind of falls in line with what you're saying is, we determine the emotions that we take from the things that people do for us. You know what I mean? Like when we say, oh, he made me so mad, or oh, she, whatever she did made me just so sick. And it's like, no, that person can't actually go and physically change your emotions or your mindset. That's something that you have to do, right? So exactly that, like taking the situations that come towards you, but not seeing it as like a, 
oh, this is a negative. Oh, this keeps happening to me. Like something keeps coming up or situations come up to help you grow, learn, and to become where you are. There's a path for everything. And unfortunately, some people do have to go through traumatic experiences, but it ends up shaping them, right? Mm -hmm. So when it comes to women not honoring themselves and having self-sabotaging habits, what are some other signs that um, anybody that's listening might not be showing themselves the self-love or the appreciation to the self-worth that they should be? So if you're constantly speaking and thinking of yourself in a negative way, you know, beating yourself up, um, speaking down, like, yeah, belittling, be, oh my gosh, I can't talk now. <laughs> belittling yourself, speaking down on yourself. Um, that's, you know, you're not really honoring yourself. If somebody else is speaking that way towards you, you know, it's not very nice. Or if you're speaking that way to somebody else, not very nice. So why would you do that to yourself? Um, if you are lacking self-love, you tend to chase that love with other people. Mm -hmm. So that would be with the emotionally unavailable people in your life, whether that be an emotionally unavailable parent or partners, um, or even friends, like that narcissistic empath dynamic. If anybody's experienced that, I have many times. Oh, a hundred percent. It's draining. Yeah, very draining. You're just trying to chase their approval, mm-hmm. right? Um, with that, you're also setting, or you have no or very little set boundaries in your life. You're constantly allowing yourself to be disrespected. Mm-hmm. Um, and that also ties into just wanting to be loved. Yeah. Um, sorry about that. Wanting to be loved and um, just not having that for yourself. So you want to people please. You want to make others happy, and you do that by having no boundaries. Um, she won't take care of herself mentally, emotionally, or physically. Um, and yeah, like constantly participating in self-destructive behaviors, you know, like binge drinking or having multiple sex partners. And I'm not saying having multiple sex partners is like, I'm not shaming whoever mm-hmm wants to do that but I'm saying if it comes from a place of wanting approval or wanting to escape your life or if it's coming from a place of negativity then it's a self-destructive behavior 100% completely agree with you so with all of those things that women can kind of take into perspective to see if they're honoring their self-worth what are some tips that they can do to counteract some of those self-sabotaging behaviors and mindsets that coincides with not respecting your self-worth so with that just make to honor yourself um show up for yourself every day be your own best friend be your own parent if you have to show yourself the love that you want from everybody else. Um, An example for myself is um, my 24th birthday. Like my parents, you know, they weren't very present in my life. And every single birthday I was very sad and depressed. And it just kind of became a cycle for me. So my 24th birthday, I told myself, you know what, this year I'm just going to celebrate myself. I'm not going to expect anything from anybody. and I'm just going to show myself that love that I've always wanted to be shown on my birthday. And it was the best birthday I ever had in my entire life. So celebrate your birthday and all of your accomplishments. 
Like, don't wait for other people to celebrate you. And like that with the law of attraction, once you celebrate yourself, once you show yourself some respect, you're going to attract people that treat you with that same love. Um, also, get to know yourself. Get to know your strengths, your weaknesses, what brings you joy, um, what drains you. As I stay away from people, places, and things that drain you. And start doing something that brings you joy at least once a day. It can be as, yeah, something as like doing yoga or writing, going for a walk or whatever it is. Just try doing that. Mm-hmm. Prioritize uh, your own needs. Yeah. And another big one I would say is just have respect for yourself as a woman. Don't allow anybody to have access to you or your body without consent. Um, and, I'm not, and I'm just saying that in terms of people-pleasing behaviors as well. You know, don't it, other people's intentions are not more important than yours. Always 100%. And I yeah. find nowadays with social media, it's made it really easy for people to kind of get that instant gratification or that ego boost online, right? I feel like with some of the people that I've met, using social media as a way to get that kind of attention that they might not be getting is really just like a first sign, right? Where you could tell they're really trying to to people please over the internet and have this whole facade. And back in the real life, they're not honoring themselves. They're not consciously aware of their thoughts and their feelings, and they are partaking in self-sabotaging behavior. So I think you've really given a lot of insight and useful tips to help individuals listening and maybe realize that they are engaging in maybe some self-destructive behaviors or they have some limiting subconscious beliefs that could be holding them back. Yeah, definitely. It's just that self-awareness. Like once you become aware of these patterns, um, you'll really be able to start changing those patterns and bring in more positive habits. Um, and with that comes self-compassion because once you realize your negative habits, um, you know, it kind of will go into the cycle of beating yourself up and be like, why mm-hmm. am I like this? So just realize you're human. Everybody oh, exactly. has imperfections. We all have our limiting beliefs. We all engage in self-sabotaging behaviors no matter what they are. Um, the only thing you can do is just take accountability for your actions and um, just realize you have the power to change your life and attract whatever you want. And... Be a self-loving woman. Exactly. I don't think <laughs> anyone could have said it better. Thank you for sharing all of this wonderful information and tips towards self-compassion, awareness, and knowing your worth. If anybody wants to connect with you, either to talk it out or to see about a coaching session, where can they find you? So they can find me at on Instagram at the self-loving woman. And my website is selflovingwoman.com and I will be providing one-on-one self-love coaching services in the near future. So I'm going to say August, September. So Amazing. On Instagram if you want to follow along with that. Oh, perfect. Well, I know you have big things planned, especially after graduating from RVP. So if anybody wants to reach out, give Mona a message. 
even if it's just a chat, I'm sure she can totally brighten your day. Thank you again, everybody, for tuning in to today's episode. Join me next week at 8 as I sit down with Maria Gonzalez and we talk about interior design and why decorating your home is beneficial for your health. See you next week at 8.